0: you're tuning in to the edge podcast this week we have a great special interview for you before we get started ask yourself what am i you know what you either get it or you don't get it so let's just get started
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another weekly episode of The Edge Podcast. How are you doing today, Jacob? Pretty good. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. Um, how's your morning been so far? I know like, you've been having quite the day to, to start off, at least. I mean, it's only 12 o'clock, but...
0: Yeah, um, you know, everything's just uh, kind of gone wrong this morning. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, kind of started off, we had to do an overnight job last night. Uh, a bunch of my painters uh, and my production manager were basically painting uh, the, this interior of this mechanic shop until about 6 a.m. <clears throat> um, so they were working really hard. And they had also worked like a full day yesterday, which is so it was, like, crazy. They got paid like overtime and all that, of course. But uh, yeah, so I woke up and basically they had left half the masking in the shop, um, which is kind of what we'd been doing like throughout the job just because then they can have two bays. They have like four bays um, for cars to come in. And uh, they, they said as long as they have two bays, they're good. So they left half the mask shopped and or, or uh, half, half the shop masked. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I got, I got that was like first phone call this morning was like the guy just kind of giving me an airful about that. Um, so we got to, you know, obviously go clean that up and stuff like that. So whatever, not a big deal. Um, but then like, two of my painters called me and they're doing a job out in Langdon which is you know like half an hour to Calgary um, and one of them had gotten heat like they they're sick they, they think it's like heat stroke or heat exhaustion or something like that um, so they think it's from the sun yesterday so that, that painter had to go home and then I basically sent both of them home because I was like okay hey, like the one painter isn't going to finish it's like a, it's a pretty decent sized job like they're not going to finish it by themselves in two days so called the guy. The guy was super nice. He was understanding, uh, you know, and said, uh, you yeah, know, it's fine. We can come back on Tuesday. And he said, he hopes painter feels better. Um, cause he saw her too. So he knew like she wasn't feeling well. Um, so that was nice. Um, and then, uh, and then I rearranged, I rearranged my schedule so that, uh, the, the one painter could do a couple smaller jobs over the next two days by herself. And, uh, she was driving to the job site and like her car broke down. Um, <laughs> Like I something with the tie rods or something, so like something pretty serious. Um, so that's obviously pretty unfortunate. And then uh, what else happened? Um, yeah, I got rear-ended. Uh, <laughs> right, <that>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the phone with a client, and I got rear-ended. And uh, funny enough, not a scratch on my truck. It's that aluminum bodywork. Um, but the guy's car is like, just fucked, like, holy, like it's, yeah, Is is you can see, uh, my, the, the shape of my hitch in, in his, uh, on like the hood of his car. So it's pretty, that, you know, I, I felt bad for him. He was like crying and stuff, but, uh, that was pretty unfortunate. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. And, and then, you know, just kind of the cherry on top was my power washer, uh, broke down about an hour ago so my my power washer guy is trying to figure that out and he's trying to fix it um he's pretty good seems like he's pretty good with uh with that kind of stuff so he's going to take it apart and try to fix it but uh yeah so i mean yeah it's just been one of those days you know
1: <laughs> yeah i mean all bef- all before 12 30 usually like when stuff hits the fan it always seems to like all come at once right like it's never just like spread out over the course of the week kind of like one problem a, a day kind of thing which is like pretty doable to kind of solve. It's, it's more like everything's just going to like hit the wall at once and you're just going to have to like put up with it. And there's always like that one or two days in a summer that you're just like, yeah, <laughs> today's that day. So that's funny. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, it's it's been a pretty funny day. But, uh, you know, it is what it is and uh, we're working through it. It's uh, We'll get through it and we'll have a better day tomorrow and we'll close the week out strong. We'll have a great week next week, so... That's all we can do. It's not much we can do. I mean, the thing is, with all these problems, virtually every single problem, with the exception of maybe, like, the cleanup on the on the mechanic shop there, um, completely out of my control. Like, the, I, how can I avoid, avoid a rear-ending? Um, painter getting heat exhaustion, I, like, I, you know, it, I brought them waters and stuff like that, and, and, like, I made, you know, I, I don't know if maybe they went out after they were done painting. I don't know. But that's, like, fairly out of my control. Um, and then, yeah, the power washer, it's, you know, like they have a, have a bit of a habit of acting like that. So, but, uh, yeah, anything new with your week or
1: no, honestly, my week's been like pretty decent, I guess we've had like, obviously like a couple hiccups as you do on job sites, but, um, overall it's been pretty good. I think like at this point in the summer, um, things are starting to flow a bit better. Um, I'm going to have to let go of a painter today well I'm, i guess Natasha's going to be letting go of a painter today but um apparently in our pad in their pad meeting yesterday um it was brought up that like she also kind of had the feeling that she wasn't great at the job so it's funny because like the two people i've ever had to fire basically both of them like when i give them like the heads up of like hey like we might be having another discussion discussion tomorrow about stuff um they uh I, I don't know that like they seem to just know that that's also like in their head that that's probably what needs to happen as well. So um, I'm, I'm fairly fortunate because like letting go of someone's always like a difficult thing. So having having the other party like be equally understanding and like already kind of know what's going to happen is like nice, I guess you could say. But outside of that, like really like the biggest thing for me is like just really trying to bring in more leads. Like I found that like my leads. um, have been like slowing down quite a bit and I have a lot of work to book for the rest of the year to keep people busy so that's pretty much just kind of what I've been focusing on the last couple days so yeah yeah
0: no we we kind of talked about that yesterday actually about how like we need to kind of focus more both of us on uh, on getting those leads and how like you know now that production's rolling fairly smoothly um, you know production manager kind of handles everything like we we don't seem to have much of a hand in production and this is why we got them so uh we, we just gotta i think like we we were talking yesterday about how we just need to optimize our time a little bit better and and get those leads and, and spend you know the money now um to, to get those leads and, and to do those estimates but uh but yeah i mean uh painters getting fired it's never it's never easy um you know it's it's kind of funny i have one painter that's uh kind of like he has had a history of like not being the most on time guy and <laughs> I, <laughs> this this other franchisee like need he's a pretty decent painter but this other franchise he like needed his uh, like help in in any form so i told him and i warned the guy that he's like not very good at being on time but it's it's so funny like the balls on some guys like uh because he would the day after he showed up like an hour late or whatever with me, he asked me for a raise, um, and then apparently with this other guy, he's been working with him for two weeks. He's asked he's asked for a raise twice, but the second time he asked for the raise was I believe it was like yesterday or something apparently, and he showed up an hour and a half late, complained about how hot it was, and said he thinks he should get more money because it's 30 degrees today and like he's working in heat and i just i don't know i (laughs) like the balls you know like like how does this guy not realize he's on thin ice you know like it's funny how you you were saying like you the two people you've had to fire fairly self-aware not the case with this guy like doesn't have a clue you know what i mean like yeah so it's pretty funny but uh let's introduce our guest speaker for today yeah, great. Um, he's the guy who uh, had probably one of the worst uh, years in franchisee history um, but he somehow mustered up the courage to come back and <laughs> you know he's back and he's having a pretty decent year and, and he's, uh, he's he's having a very uh, very different year and so we just want to talk to him about that today so um, Max Shagive from Calgary Alberta how's it going today Max?
2: I'm doing good. After hearing about how your morning is going, I'm I'm thinking my day is going fantastic. So yeah, it's going good and just enjoying the Calgary weather.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, days are, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of subjective, like good and bad, you know, like it's like, it can be good. It can be bad. I mean, like overall it's a pretty decent day today, like beautiful weather probably head down to the river maybe later uh, enjoy it a little bit after we're done working but yeah problems happen you know that's my point (laughs) but what's your experience with problems
2: uh I mean I've had kind of minor things come up uh this week as they do usually I mean we had a hose on a pressure washer burst during a pressure washing job I had an issue uh, with a painter who's also gonna be Getting let go here uh, pretty soon. Uh, just minor things like that. But I mean, I think Like you said kind of days are good and bad and I don't think there's such thing as a kind of bad day It just kind of starts off bad, but it could always turn around
0: last year. You had a lot of bad days and uh, <laughs> Just a couple <laughs> You Didn't really have like the thing is is the way you're gonna have quote-unquote bad days You're gonna have shit hit the fan um like what happened last year though because it seemed like every like it never see like (laughs) I remember one day like I called you and it seemed like you were kind of getting the hold of a hold of things finally you had like a couple solid crews and your car like on so like like it's like for you it's like one one thing after another last year so like what happened last year and how is that not happening this year
1: well, and yeah, like, can you give us like a recap of like last year, basically, for like any kind of listeners who like, may not know how your year went last year, like maybe some like the new rookies and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, basically, last year, uh, going into even the preseason, I thought of myself fairly highly. And I definitely thought that nothing could go wrong. Uh, I had a pretty good uh, booking at the start of the preseason, I think, uh, by the end of February or so uh, right before we went into lockdown. I was either the second or third person on the rookie leaderboard So I thought I was doing pretty good Uh, And then yeah, when production came around uh, As production usually does it exposed kind of all of the weaknesses Uh, And I realized that the reason I was booking a lot of work Sure, there was a bit of kind of skill involved in booking bigger jobs But there was a lot of luck involved in that as well. Uh, It was definitely not consistent input Uh, Like, I think it's been a bit more consistent this year, Uh, still a bit of work to do. But yeah, no, when production came around, uh, I realized that the people I had hired, uh, they weren't actually as good as I thought they were. And then I didn't train them as good as I wanted to. Uh, And then yeah, with that, it's funny, because like you mentioned, a lot of problems came up. But after uh, this payroll here, I'm going to be produced at just about uh, what I produced all of last year. So I've had, I think maybe more problems come up this year than I did last year. It's just, yeah, they've been handled
1: right away. So. Well, that's a big thing. Like, uh, when you have problems come up, like being able to like handle them in a good and like positive way is huge. Like the amount of times that like a client could be upset with you. And like, if you just like positively deal with it and say like, Hey, like, thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. Like, let's get it solved. Let's get it fixed. Um, Like, just being able to, like, handle those little things that come up. A, like, it it relieves a lot of stress for you and your painters. But B, like, it also allows your business to, like, continue to operate, like, at the level it should be, you know? And I think that's something that, like, was missed last year is, like, when stuff, like, went wrong. Like, and, and again, it might be because of, like, the uh, inexperience, I guess, that you had as a first-year operator. Um, But, like, when, when something goes wrong and then, like, something else goes wrong and you're trying to fix two things at once all the other aspects of your business start to get affected, you know, and then, and then these problems become bigger because they're not getting solved. And then another problem happens because these two problems are taking up your time and it's just like a snowball. Right. So, um, like, what are some of like the big problems that you encountered last year? And like, if you were put in the same situation this year, like, what do you think would change?
2: Well, I think the biggest one, and this has been mentioned on the podcast uh, before, I had a job go 300 hours over budget. It was a $200 or sorry 200 hour uh, full exterior and we were basically basically spraying the stucco, painting soffits, gutters, fascia downspouts, window frames, basically everything on the house. Uh, and yeah like there was a lot of poor planning on my part. I didn't really think through the job and actually figure out the best way to do it. Uh, and on top of that, obviously that caused a bit of problems. And instead of kind of taking a step back and solving them right away, effectively, I just started throwing more and more painters onto the job, uh, hoping that would fix things. And yeah, it, it got dragged out basically the whole summer.
1: Well, the first problem that you had was that you were trying to spray in the rain. Uh, that's kind of, <laughs> that's where it started. <laughs> I remember me and Jacob were sitting at his kitchen table having a coffee cause it was just like, I think it was like a 10 to 20 millimeter day of rain. Like it was just pouring. And I remember Jacob getting a call from you about this job and he's like, are you painting right now? And you're like, well, yeah. And we we both just shook our heads. So, I mean, maybe that's where it started, but yeah.
0: Well, it was like, like fucking pouring though. Like it was like, like you stand outside for like two minutes and you're like, like, it was like you're showered. Like, it was serious and uh yeah he calls me and and it's funny because i was talking to uh, one of your painters about that like kind of kind of later on like in the year um and and they were like they're like oh my god like we like max just wouldn't send us home like we kept telling him like and, and he's like <laughs> they were like yeah like we we'd literally max would be just like keep painting keep spraying and we'd spray a wall and the paint would literally just what like wash right off like it was not sticking of course like how of course right (laughs) yeah and uh and she's and and yeah so i mean that day alone like you probably i don't know how many painters you have in that job but you wasted a full day of probably like whatever four painters that's 32 hours down the drain like yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there, but on top of the. Pages, <laughs> what was
0: your thought process? Can you break oh, that down? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> it, it was like, I think you, I was just like to make you wake the most up of the day. <laughs> like you wake up and you see just like a torrential downpour happening outside. What is going through your head when when that ha- Like, just break that. Can you break that down for us?
2: Well, I'm pretty sure I just decided that. Um, you know rain will probably die down let's make the most of the day and yeah like as Jacob said the paint was running down the wall Uh, on top of that we actually had a hose pop out of the sprayer as well so it started spewing paint all over the driveway or kind of the concrete and it was just being washed around everywhere and it was just a mess yeah
1: (laughs) yeah I mean that was pretty wild but and I mean again like we have such a short summer like sometimes the decisions that we make are not looking at the whole picture of the fact that like hey like yeah we only have 4 months to get this done and like yeah i want this done on time but also like how should we do it the best right um it's a it's a big big thing and like we've been taught that like you kind of can paint in the rain but like i mean that type of rain like that's that's on like i mean i would have loved to talk to scott our, our paint rep that day and be like hey guess who's painting right now <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no way uh that's funny but yeah so so last year obviously like that was one big problem but like with regards to the rest of the production obviously you said that like you're you've pretty much produced what you did all of last summer like that's that's a huge accomplishment so congrats on that but like what do you think has changed about the way that you've been running things that has allowed you to be able to do that like allowed you to like produce on like a completely different scale of like what you did last year. Like what did you kind of implement? What did you learn? Like where did you spend your time trying to like make sure that this is the way that your summer was going to go this year?
2: Yeah, well, I think it was a couple of different things. Like one, obviously the mindset was slightly different. Uh, I think last year I was still getting the grasp of kind of being a business owner and I didn't really notice or didn't realize the responsibility I had to my employees and to my clients. Ours this year is slightly different there. Uh, and then just putting systems in place to like have everything be organized. Uh, and then obviously the biggest thing is just hiring better people and training them better because that's going to really allow you to perform at a higher level in every other aspect of your life as well.
0: Yeah. I kind of thought you were going to say something like that. Uh, (laughs) I was actually going to mention that because like one of the things with you last year at the start of the year is like, you were like obsessed with like the secret sauce and like, uh, the, like, I remember, like, once a week, I'd take a phone call from you, and it would just be, like, you'd be, like, like yeah, so, like, what's your mindset, like, through, <laughs> through, through like, you know, COVID and stuff like that? Like, how are you just, you know, like, what what's going to be, and I, and I was just, like, I don't know, dude, like, I'm just, you know, but, I mean, it, it is, it, like... I, I I kid about it, but it is important like the mindset that you have is obviously like towards your business Um, I think it's just like been so abused like it's it's almost like an annoying word at this point but it, it, it's very true like um I think for me like every year i've I grow every single year like um, and and that gives me a lot more Like inner peace, I guess like peace of mind in, in general um Just just the better the, the stronger I become mentally and as such like when problems don't rule your life and you don't like freak out about everything, like it, it, it becomes pretty easy, like you know, to to figure shit out. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, all right, like let's 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 get this done, right? Like, I I saw this quote that uh, like last week that was like perfect, and it was like, um, you know, if you want to come and cry to me about a problem, that's like totally fine. I'm I'll I'll be your shoulder to cry on, but like if there are if our next conversation isn't Uh, Like regarding a solution, then that's when I'm gonna get kind of annoyed And I was like, it was like something along those lines and I love that. I think that's like so true, but
2: Yeah, no, I mean we had a phone call about this a couple of weeks ago where we basically talked about how uh, There's a lot of problems that come up Especially with kind of the scale of businesses that you and Riley are running this year and it's kind of every time one comes up instead of just sulking about it and uh, letting that as you said rule your life just sitting down and being like okay well this is the world we're living in now like how can we make the best of this situation so yeah
0: yeah yeah like uh, reality is not always perfect <laughs> it's not always it's always what we want right it's not always uh like what we would prefer circumstantially like i would definitely have preferred not to have woken up to the shit storm that i did today but uh that's what I woke up to.
1: So, (laughs) you know, well, I think it's, uh, it's also important to note that like the way you like view problems, like I mentioned a bit earlier, like, um, having Natasha in place this year has really given me like a different perspective on issues because like when she calls me about an issue, like I, in a way, like I understand the way that our district managers feel now because she'll call me and be like, this is like, this is a problem. Clients pissed off about it. Like I'm really stressed out. Um, whatever because like the clients obviously just heated her up a little bit and i'm like hey like just like take a breath like step back think about like what the problem is i was like the client's mad because like their garage door is patchy or whatever or like that one window frame needs another coated product i was like honestly like step back and think about like how big of an issue is this like we need to put one more coat on a garage door and one more coat on a window frame it's going to take an hour and maybe an hour and 45 minutes probably and we have enough paint so Like, is it really that big of a problem? Like, And and then she, like, just being able to, like, actually step back from the issue and, like, make it as simple as possible for someone else. Like, I think it really, like, gives them some perspective of, like, okay, like, because what we're told training is, like, hey, like, problems will come up. But at the end of the day, like, Dan always says, like, we're just painting houses. It's that simple, right? So, like, it's very easy to, like, get caught up in moments and stuff and let them really affect you, you know? But if you step back and think about, like, what the actual issue is, like, at hand – Sometimes that, like, really helps you kind of calm yourself down and and figure out how to, like, actually deal with it in, like, a positive light and, like, kind of, like, come up with, like, a solution. So, yeah. So um, with regards to, like, your summer this year, um, obviously you've hired some, like, really great people and your production's running smooth. So, like, have you encountered any kind of, like, issues this year that you didn't last year? Like, has there been any kind of, like, new issues that have come up since, like, obviously you're running more production at, like, a faster rate?
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like uh, last week, my team was painting an interior and they found black mold behind one of the drywall. Uh, So, yeah, definitely quite a bit of new issues that have come up. But yeah.
0: Yeah, well, um, okay. so problem solving, obviously, biggest thing that uh, helps you scale your business, get to get to pretty much that next level, the better you get at problem solving. Uh, the more you're going to be able to do, your cap space basically grows in that in that regard. But uh, what kind of uh, what, what kind of systems do you have in place that maybe you didn't have last year? Like other than you know, because because we also discussed that and how like um, you know I think you were <clears throat> kind of considering like adding more levels to your business um, like like in the next couple of years and uh, just making it slightly more scalable. So what does that look like for this year?
2: Uh, well, for this year, it's. Uh strictly just giving more responsibility to my painters, uh allowing them to uh figure out kind of their own problems and uh deal with them effectively. And obviously that has to be trained, but it's been that quite a bit uh for this year. And then for future years, uh obviously it'd be things like adding a production manager, uh and things like that that really allow you to be more focused in other areas of your business.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um for this year, though, like, I, I know last year, I remember we were we were sitting on the back deck out in uh, Cochrane, and I remember this call, and it, like, really, like, upset me, because you had some painters who were, like, doing a fence, I don't know if you remember this, and you were asking them, like, where they were at, and it was, I don't know, like, two o'clock in the afternoon, and they're like, oh, like, we painted, like, blank, and you're like, that's it? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, like, it's, you know, it's hard, it's a hard day, and you're like, well, like, you should be, like, done, not, like halfway down your first coat. And they're like, Oh yeah, like whatever. And just like basically like pushed you off. And like, that's, that's a big problem when like a, like maybe your painters lose respect for you b like, you don't pay your painters and see um, you need them more than they need you. Right. Um, it's, it's a very like weak position, I guess, to be in when like your painters know that like you need them. I've had it happen to me and it, it's a tough situation. So like, how have you changed your management style so that your painters have more respect for you as like a, as a leader?
2: Well, paying them was a start. <laughs> That's a good uh, start, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's important to really kind of set the tone right off the bat. Uh, if you don't set proper expectations with them at the start uh, and then later on into the summer when they're already used to how things are running, it's going to be basically impossible to change that. Uh, So just setting the expectation that they have to be on budget, they have to know where they are uh, in regards to kind of timeframes uh, is great uh, because last year I know a lot of the times I wouldn't know how they're doing on the budget until like the job was just wrapping up. Uh, Whereas this year I think I've really made sure that they're they're aware that if they even start going a bit over budget, uh, I'm to be made aware of that right away so we can, kind of get a hold of that early on and make sure everything's resolved before it gets out of hand.
1: Yeah, that's good. Like, do you feel like you've been, like, helicoptering them a little bit? Or, like, is it is it simply just, like, you trying to be more involved in the process?
2: Uh, potentially a bit of helicoptering. I think right now, uh, I think it was more kind of mid-May uh, or so. Uh, right now, like, they're beating budgets on their own. Uh, and then, like, I mean, I have a crew I... Basically, they picked up all their folders, all their stuff that they need, and then uh, at the end of the job, they kind of let me know how everything went, uh, and, like, they were on budget, and it's happened multiple times now, so I think right now, I don't really need to have that same involvement, but at the start, it was definitely a bit more.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, in May, like, that you kind of should be a little bit more involved, um, just because, like, they don't really know what they're doing, right? Like, as much as, like, we can train them and, like, put time into them, at the end of the day, it's just, like, us as franchise owners, like, we we do our best and, you know, like we, we try and, and kind of like fake it till you make it kind of thing. And, and then eventually you really learn what you're doing and you get good at it. But, uh, at the start of the summer, I think it is important to be there for them a lot, but, um, you don't want to like overstep that. Cause then they're going to think that like, you don't trust them kind of thing. So I think it's, it, it's good that you're starting to kind of like delegate little tasks to them to show them that like, yeah, like I do trust you and I'm willing to give you more responsibility, you know? Uh, especially now that we're in June it's it's a great time to kind of start handing that stuff over Um, but obviously like you also ran through a couple painters last year and like you were kind of consistently hiring through the summer so um, I know a lot of people who are struggling with painters and like looking for painters who are good people keep quitting you know people are leaving their teams for unforeseen reasons whatever that looks like so I mean since you had to like look for painters so frequently last year maybe they didn't like work out a lot but like how, like, what was what was your thought process in, like, having to continuously do that throughout the summer? Like, do you think that that helped your business, didn't help your business? Like, where did you look for people? All these things.
2: Uh, no, it definitely didn't help my business. Obviously, kind of spending a lot of time on finding new people constantly on basically a week-by-week basis. Uh, it took me away from a lot of marketing. And that's the thing. Like, I... Think at the start of the summer, I was booked at around uh, 50 grand, and then I ended at like 72 uh, or like 80. Uh, so I really did not book a lot of work throughout the entire summer because I was so focused on just making sure I have people uh, in place to do the work, even though the quality of the work uh, they were doing wasn't good. Uh, between the fact that I didn't hire the right people, but also the fact that I didn't train them well. Uh, so yeah, it definitely took me away from other aspects of my business. And I, I think last year I kind of looked for painters on, I mean, kind of websites and whatnot, uh, in Calgary here, we have Facebook, Gigi, kind of Craigslist, all those. Uh, but yeah, this year, I think it's, I've been trying to really kind of cast a lot of lines and a lot of different, uh, places instead of just kind of a few. Uh, and then that way you, you can really filter through and, pick the best people
1: yeah I think it's important and the nice thing about us living in a city is that we do have like a, a nice like big pond to pick from um, I think a lot of people in like small towns and stuff have that difficulty of like finding good people and if it doesn't work out like it's quite a bit more difficult to find someone else to replace them um, so it's nice that we do have like the access to people in, in Calgary and especially during COVID with a lot of people not being able to find work for the summer. Cause it's kind of been on and off with closed businesses. It's provided us even more opportunity to find like maybe like people who wouldn't typically be looking for like a painter role, you know, because of like co-ops or um, working in more professional establishments, kind of trying to like further their career, stuff like that. So I think we have like had like a, a great boast of luck with COVID this year. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that like having to continuously look for painters can significantly impact your business. Um, not in a great way, obviously, cause you're having to continuously spend time, like training people, looking for people that are not only like available, but that like you feel are going to be good painters, right? It's not as simple as just hiring someone and hoping they're going to work out. Like you still want to put the quality into like your recruitment and stuff, but that becomes difficult in the summer. So Um, yeah, I mean, like overall though, like how have you felt this year versus last year? Like if you had to look back at it thus far, like, are you happy with kind of like where you're at? Um, is there anything that you want to like improve?
2: Uh, there's definitely still quite a bit I want to improve on. I think just getting better at delegating everything quickly. Um, I think I could have definitely delegated things a lot more efficiently and a lot quicker, uh, while still kind of getting the same results uh, and between that and also organization i think i still have a lot to improve on with just being organized in all aspects of my business because i mean as you guys know there's a bunch of stuff that goes on that you have to put your focus towards uh, obviously now you have production managers and you don't have to focus on that aspect of your business but they're still kind of all of the recruiting all of the marketing kind of making calls and just making time throughout the day to do each task because uh, the second you start neglecting one thing uh everything else starts to suffer as well Uh, so yeah i think it's just right now i want to really polish everything out and make sure i have kind of all of the systems in place to be able to do that effectively
1: yeah i mean like with the production manager i think like one thing that me and jacob always kind of allude to is that we're not like working in the production aspect of it that much but like we're still like having to like continuously be available to like coach people through situations. And I think that's like a big difference. It's just a different style of management, I guess, because we're trying to be like removed from it, but we're also like trying to be available to help them through these issues. Cause like we are the ones who have, have that experience and like, as they obviously go through the summer, they're going to be able to work through those things by themselves. But um, continuously just having to like, I think this year, like, just learn how to manage someone who's managing people is, is a completely different form of, uh, I I guess of skill that like I've kind of had to learn this year, which has been pretty cool. And um, the same thing comes with delegation to your painters. And I'm sure like last year, like did you delegate a lot of stuff to your painters or did you just like not trust them or like, is that something the new new for you this year?
2: I definitely delegated it, but as we had that zoom call where jordan kind of went over how you're supposed to delegate i basically went from step one to step four where i hired them and just threw a bunch of tasks at them Uh, and then when they inevitably didn't work out and uh, they weren't able to complete everything effectively uh, i was just kind of like oh yeah like i knew this would happen like this is this is what happens when we delegate so yeah it's i did but it wasn't the correct way to do it
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a common, like a lot of uh, people in their first year do that. I mean, like you're 18 years old and like, you don't know a fucking thing about managing and and you're like, it's just like, yeah, I mean, there's so many, there's so many little nuances when it comes to managing people and delegating as well. And, uh, you definitely want, you know, of course you want, you want to start them off and and work them through that step-by-step program. But, uh, I I mean me too like I I didn't even realize that that was a thing um, I think I followed it a little bit, but definitely not Very not as good as the way he explained it. So I I loved Yeah, I I also really enjoyed that uh, kind of breakdown by jordan there, but
1: Yeah, I mean I'm also very interested to know How you feel like your mental health has kind of been this year because I know having a business that was as disorganized as yours, like, I couldn't even imagine. Like I'm a very organized person. Um, so like, did you have like a lot of stress last year? Like, like, can you explain like maybe like your mental state this summer versus like maybe last summer and like how that's changed?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, as Jacob was saying, there's lots of ups and downs with businesses. Uh, when, there's an up. You feel like you're on top of the world. You feel invincible, lots of confidence, you're kind of walking differently. Your posture is upright, but when there's downs, you just feel like a complete failure and, uh, it's not a good feeling. Uh, and that's basically the feeling I had the entire summer last year <laughs> from start of, uh, or start of May or whenever I started producing until the very end of August. Uh, was lots of running around. Uh, I kind of was doing things last minute, uh, everything was going wrong and yeah, it was just one thing after another. So it, it was definitely very mentally exhausting. Uh, whereas this year, I think it's a lot more laid back. Like, yeah, we have some of those days where things go wrong and you have to really take a step back and really kind of distance yourself from it. Uh, but there's a lot more kind of recovery time as well.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like this year, like obviously things are going a bit like smoother. So, um, do you feel like you've been able to like, just give yourself more time this year, like personally, or is it still pretty crazy?
2: Uh still a bit more time, uh, but it is still a little crazy like uh in the preseason i worked out and i ate a lot better uh, than i do right now Uh, so that's still something i'm trying to work on is just making sure uh, my health is good there Uh, obviously sleep i feel like for me at least is something that gets neglected uh, the second i start getting very busy and it's not something i try to prioritize uh, especially kind of the crazy hectic months of the summer Uh, but it's definitely been better i've like i've understood that yeah, like you can go out and do more work, but sometimes you just need to take like half an hour or an hour at the end of the day, just to mentally kind of reset yourself for the next day. Otherwise it's just going to be a a spiral of kind of <laughs> just a whirlwind of shit to put it bluntly.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, I frequently throughout the summer, like I think like probably once every two weeks I just take a day off. Like I, I just, like obviously I set up my crew, but like the rest of the day is just kind of taken for me to just kind of I like sometimes it's still full of like little work things like doing like next door flyers or like just something very mindless, like where I'm not actually like focusing on being a hundred percent on for everyone.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like uh, last year I still tried to take days off, but I definitely still thought about my business a lot. And, Uh, if you're thinking about your business, then you're not going to be able to kind of go back at it with a fresh mindset. Uh, So I think it's important, like when you're taking a day off to actually take a day off, like don't think about your business, which I know is pretty tough to do. Uh, But yeah, that's a big thing. If you're thinking about it, you're going to still feel exhausted, even if you don't do anything business related the whole day.
1: Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, and even if, uh, if you can work a couple like nights in where, you know, you work super hard from like eight to four, like just super, super like busy and, and well thought out hours, uh, and then take off from like four 30 to like the, till next morning off, basically. Um, that can do like a lot for, for your whole next week, even like, you know, you're just, like you said, you re re-energized, like you're ready to like look at it in a fresh new light, like I, I just feel like the motivation comes back almost in a way, like it kind of just kickstarts your week. If, if you just kind of take the necessary time and like obviously doing things like eating properly and making sure that you're getting your sleep is like a huge thing because with this job, like I feel like it's not really like a, a position that pushes people to their limits, but it's a position where people feel like they need to push themselves to their limits. Like the job itself isn't one that's like pressuring by any means. It's the fact that like, as a business owner you want to be the best you possibly can and like put as much work in as you can because you only have four months to just really take advantage of the summer so i feel like that's what pushes people and they're so focused on like trying to be the best and do as much work and like as many quotes and as great clean job site runs as possible that like they forget about those couple hours in the evening to like really just like relax and like just refresh your mindset so the next day like you can kind of just get back at it and be like ready to go again
2: yeah exactly and i mean like you said uh with this position like at any point throughout the summer you have the option of just not having any crews run for a day and just doing nothing like (laughs) it is an option out there uh which is not something you could do with like a nine to five
1: wouldn't suggest it but (laughs) yeah i wouldn't
2: suggest it but (laughs) it is an option there and like uh, it's more of kind of mindset, like you're telling yourself you have to keep going, 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 uh, which in a sense you do, but there's definitely more effective ways to do things, uh, to make sure that you're actually effectively going and not just kind of <laughs> trying to push through everything, uh, and not really getting anything done effectively.
1: Well, the term busy is a funny one because the amount of people, um, over the past, uh, three years, four years now that I've been running my business, um, The amount of people that i see that say they're just too busy to do something um like everyone has the same amount of time in the day a lot of the people who are like too busy to do things were like i wouldn't say like doing less than me but like we're lower in sales their production was like lower um all these like little things that entail that like maybe it's it's not running as smoothly but like the busyness of their day wasn't actually being busy it was like unorganized So they're like running around like to all these places and like forgetting things and doing this, like this thing that should have already been done. And then like, oh, no, like I forgot to order that paint. Like. It's a big difference when you can like kind of and I've, I've seen it in your business this year, like last year, the disorganization, like kind of overwhelmed your summer this year, just taking the time to like put into management organization, making sure things are kind of like set up the way they need to be um, significantly has like changed your summer and like, we'll continue to, to do that. Cause I know Brooklyn was pretty stressed about, uh, you wanting to do a goal of 150 or like e- even higher because she's like, let's see how production runs. Right. Um, but like, you've obviously put the work in to like, make sure that it has improved. So like, I, I know I asked this earlier, but I didn't really get the full answer that I was looking for. So like, what have you done differently? Like, what did you do to prepare this year for production that like you didn't do last year?
2: Last year, to be honest, I had no idea or I have no idea how I thought I was going to produce my goal because uh, my very first day of production right off the bat, I didn't have a production planners, like basically any of the sheets that you need to give the clients on the first days uh, and Brooklyn had to give me everything. So right off the bat, it started very disorganized in that manner, Uh, and this year I think it's just been a lot more preparing, like uh, doing yellow sheets, doing uh, production planners, flyers, all of that in advance, uh, just to make sure I don't have to kind of worry about them last minute, uh, which obviously causes you to sometimes forget them. Uh, So that's been a big thing, just making sure everything's done early on and not leaving it to last minute, and also I think I'm a fairly disorganized person, but I like to just put people, other people into positions where they can kind of take the load off. That way I don't have to be as organized um, in order to kind of balance a hundred different things at once. Uh, So it's been that. And yeah, like you said, like busy is a funny term. Whenever I find myself kind of replying to uh, how are you doing with, oh, I'm busy. Like, I think that's a very good indicator that I need to set things up properly and that I don't have the right systems into place because uh, yeah like being busy is not really necessarily a good thing to be
1: I agree yeah I mean there, like I said there's two different types of being busy actually busy where like you're doing six or seven quotes in a day and like that's a busy day and then like being busy because you woke up and you forgot this equipment and this job site doesn't have paint and that site doesn't have flyers and oh I forgot my four safes and like Oh crap, I need to go pick up that final payment for for payroll. Like that's not being like effectively busy, I guess. And that and that's again, that's something that I've kind of noticed in in the way that you've kind of been operating this year. Um, every payroll event we've had this year, you've showed up without paint on you, which is like a huge improvement. Um, I think that's a big telltale is like you show up to a payroll event in normal clothes and you know that like things are going well. You show up in your painter clothes and you know that like they could be going better, you know. <laughs> so I think, I think that's a big thing that I've noticed like yesterday when you walked up in your shorts and your shirt and I was like, so proud, <laughs> I yeah. was like, look at this guy, <laughs> look at him, he's being organized. Yeah. So. Well,
2: well, I mean, you said a couple of podcasts ago that <laughs> you would bet like 2000 bucks that if someone's payroll is, um, is a mess, their business is probably a mess as well. Uh, and last year I clearly remember there were many payrolls where I was putting things into Simon outside of my district manager's house five minutes before my payroll you were like you, dude
0: she she would like just like because i i would be at the end of the day and every single payroll she would have a story and i was like fuck like and and i'd be like well what happened and she's like max and that's all she would say like <laughs> and i just know i don't know i was like i was like yeah and, and she'd be like he fucking came in his checks were in order his green sheets were off like there was no signatures blah 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 <laughs> i was just like yep yeah, that's you know and, and yeah i mean that's uh i it really is like if you can't do something as simple like no offense but if you can't do something as simple as like putting a bunch of papers together and clip cl- like uh, paper clipping them and like putting the checks in the right order and putting it in an envelope like if you can't do that one like once every two weeks you're you're kind of probably fucked for for the rest of your business i mean so uh, yeah that's uh that, that was quite funny whereas last year uh or, or this year like you you, you know you, you seem so much more organized and you seem your head seems a lot more clear this year like uh last year you seemed like i said searching for that secret sauce and whatever and this year you seem like a lot more level-headed and, and kind of grounded you know do, like do you think are you humbled at all from last year is that If if anything good came out of last year, because I mean you mentioned earlier that like you came into student works thinking pretty highly of your of yourself, so like if anything good came out of last year, would you say like kind of humbled?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was that also kind of a lot of learning. Like as much as I had to deal with, and as much things or as many things went wrong, like I think I'm pretty fortunate in the sense that I was able to learn from most of those things and not have them come up again uh but yeah also kind of realizing that i'm not special and that i need to put in the same if not more work than everybody else to kind of get those results and that kind of universe doesn't owe you anything you just need to work for everything and really put put your best foot forward each day yeah absolutely well
0: the resilience that you showed just like from coming back like i said like the fact that you're back like i was shocked i thought for sure you wouldn't be coming back because who would come back after that? Like you just, a lot of people I think would have left last year, the, the, the year that you had and probably would have blamed student works. Right. And probably would have talked about how like the support's terrible. They don't teach us properly, blah, blah, blah. Right. A lot of people, I mean, and, and you know, I, <laughs> who can really blame you when you lose that much money for, for having maybe that opinion. Um, even, but, but I mean, you kind of seem to take that, uh, that, that road of like, no, this is all on me. And
2: Well, yeah, I think that's the great thing about being in a franchise is maybe if it was just one business and I didn't see how everybody else was doing, you'd be like, oh man, it's, it's the business's fault. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) when you see paintings, not profitable, yeah, exactly. When you see like 150, 200 other franchisees doing the exact same stuff you are, but getting much better results, like it's very clearly on you as the franchisee to like make yourself succeed uh so yeah definitely a big chip on my shoulder this year is just proving to myself that I can do it and yeah like I think at the start of this year even I went in and I decided that okay like I'm gonna give it another shot like we made a lot of mistakes and if this year uh like I'm still unable to learn from them and it's still kind of going downhill as it was last year then, probably business isn't something that's for me, or at least maybe franchising uh, isn't something that's for me. Uh, but yeah, like I, I wanted to give it another shot. I wanted to make sure like I can prove to myself and like prove to the other franchisees, prove to the DMs and the, like, the VPs that like I am able to learn from my mistakes. That, that was a big thing.
0: Yeah. No, that's that, that, like, like I said, just so great. Um, and I, I, I am like really happy to see that, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're able to be uh, doing what you're doing and, uh, um, you know, just cause I, I couldn't see it. Like, like the only max I knew was this unorganized mess, you know, from last year. And I know like, <laughs> I'm, like hammering on you, but it's just like, that's all I kind of had in my head. So when Brooklyn was like, Oh yeah, like he's coming back. I was like, really? Like, geez okay like we'll see like what he what he does and yeah i mean you've really just come back and just you're a different franchisee altogether your business like inside and out seems to have changed so well done and, and congrats to you i think a big thing is like taking accountability too though like like i said like i think that's the biggest thing that it seems you've done and uh so you know like i said kudos to you for that and for coming back and getting better well,
2: thank you. But yeah, I think it's also important to know when to quit. Uh, I know I spoke to Riley about this kind of in the first couple of weeks of production uh, as production usually goes uh when it's starting up it was pretty hectic and uh for the first couple of weeks i felt like i was just back into last year getting some PTSD, some y- flashbacks yeah exactly <laughs> some copper roofs flying by uh but yeah so i had to really question like is this something that's for me because like i said like i i wasn't sure if i was gonna be able to improve and there was like not a lot of confidence there uh it was pretty scary but yeah, I had to basically sit down and make a list of kind of all of the tasks that we have within a business. I think it was like eight or something, like recruiting, sales, stuff like that. Uh, and I basically made a list of everything, wrote down kind of what about my business I enjoy doing, what I don't enjoy doing. Uh, and then from there, all of the things that I put under kind of don't enjoy. And also a uh, thing to mention there is I made a rule for myself of kind of like no gray areas. It's either like I like it or it's like if it was a uh, I'm impartial, then I just put it under the don't enjoy uh, section. Uh, But yeah, like all the things that I put under don't enjoy, I really had to think about them and think about whether I was good at those things, because I think there's a lot of things that uh, you're maybe not good at. And then from there, that what's causing you to not enjoy them. Uh, so yeah, and there was some things like uh, marketing where I thought I was fairly good at it, but or uh, decent at it at least. But it's still not something I enjoy doing necessarily. But there was other things like leadership where I thought I was a poor leader to all of my employees. But at the same time, like I had to reflect on it and realize I really wasn't good at it. And uh, like yeah, right now, like I think leadership is something I'm really enjoying. So it's important to just realize kind of w- when to quit and when it's actually not working because it's just not meant for you and when it's not working because you're not kind of putting in the effort to make things go smoothly
0: and and do you feel like your leadership skills in particular do you think those have uh improved this year as well
2: yeah well i would like to think so my employees seem a lot more happier uh, and yeah i think just being able to have them kind of figure out their own problems and effectively deal with them. Uh, Like I remember this was actually right before uh, we had the the zoom call. Uh, One of my painters uh, basically like they started the job site everything was going fine and then I didn't talk to them for a day, talk to them the next day. I was like hey how's it going? They're like oh good like you know this 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 and this went wrong but like we figured it out this way like it's all good now and I was like oh like Awesome. So I think that's a great feeling to have of kind of knowing that things are still kind of going wrong as they were before. You're just not the one making those decisions and uh, you have people in place to effectively deal with them. So, yeah, I think I think they've gotten better. Still a lot of improvement uh, to be done, but better than last year.
0: So what what do you kind of attribute to uh, to that? Like, really, because I know leadership's a big thing. Another issue that you had last year that uh, I think you couldn't wrap your head around because you asked like me about it a few times and, and how you know basically like how to gain your painters respect and uh, so so like what what have you been what have you been doing to gain your painters respect seems like you have it this year
2: well i hate to sound like a broken record but <laughs> i think kind of the mindset of kind of seeing myself as a business owner who has the responsibility for his painters has really been big like last year it was just kind of uh, i think i wanted to be friends with them before kind of developing a work relationship. Uh, whereas this year, like, yeah, I'm still friendly with them. Uh, but I want to make sure that things are still being done on time and, uh, that the position is in their benefit as well. Cause that's a big thing. Like if your painters aren't hitting the goals they want to hit, uh, you're not doing your job as a leader. So just really making sure that the painters are happy and kind of having that responsibility to make their lives better.
0: Yeah, totally. I think, I think there's a lot of different ways of leading. Um, this was so funny. So yesterday uh, last night I was at the mechanic shop and I was just kind of visiting and it was like 1 in the morning and uh, the, My one painter is just the funniest guy like he just cracks me up so much um, Just I guess like dead serious. He and he's like a fairly new painter, but he works like he is very efficient guy super tall blah 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 he works hard goes up to my other painter who uh and Brody so my production manager who has five years of painting under his belt and my other painter who's a vet painter and like has painted for two years and he goes hey guys um we really got to pick it up (laughs) and uh and they were kind of and it was so funny because everybody was just like okay and and Brody was like yeah, you're right. I guess like that's true. Like we do, need- <laughs> and 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 this guy was just like, no, like we just need to like, like we gotta stop like talking and like we just we need to we need to just get down and, and let's do this, you know, kind of thing. And he was telling us this because they were kind of taking a break, and he was telling me, and I was just laughing so like we were all like laughing because like the audacity on this guy, and he's just so he's like so genuine, he's just like. He's like, well, uh, he he goes. Well, I'm part of the problem. I wasn't trying to point any fingers. Like, I was just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I was like, I was like, that is just like the most natural uh, leadership I think I've seen, like, out of anybody that's ever worked for me. Like, I haven't seen that kind of like just natural, like, hey, we all need to pay. Like, because he's he's not pointing. He's not saying you need to get better. You need. To, he's just saying like I need to get better too. But like we just all as a group, you know. So I don't know. I. I, I think it comes in a lot of different forms. So
2: Yeah, well, you obviously kind of did your part uh, in kind of creating a vision for him and enrolling him into the common goal to where he kinda m- needs the team to d- succeed as a whole rather than just himself. Like, it's obvious he doesn't just see this as a summer job. So I think that's awesome.
0: Well, yeah, Brody and I classify every all, all my painters as either get it or don't get it. <laughs> and this guy definitely gets it, you know and uh there's no like it's just it you know like do you get it or not right (laughs) so yeah um
2: and some people don't get it i think it's like if you do your job trying to get them to get it and they still don't at at a certain point like they're just not the right person but yeah some people like it just takes no effort at all and they just get it right off the bat
0: yeah yeah no Like I said, you either get it or you don't get it. I I had uh, so it's funny because that's like a joke that I me and uh, my uh, Trainer Alex kind of always make is uh, like we always say we're gonna get t-shirts that just say you don't get it or you wouldn't get it Um, and It comes from uh, I think it was like a a hockey coach one day was like uh, Mine was like just fucking losing it on this kid like because this kid just wouldn't listen like he he would tell him to skate this way and he'd go the other way kind of like he was just not listening and this is taking mine mind this is when i was like 12 <laughs> and this this guy was so intense and and he's like he's like he looked like he was gonna like rip his hair like the little hair he had in his head out of his head like and he's just like you just don't get it I don't know like you just you don't get it (laughs) and the the kid's like just sitting there and he's like why do I not get what do you mean and he's like you don't get it
2: (laughs) yeah well last year I definitely did not get it
0: (laughs) yeah and I would say like if you have to ask what it is you clearly don't get it
1: (laughs) but (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean, um, did you have any questions for us, Mask? Like, let's throw it on you. Like, do you have any questions for us at all? Put you on the spot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
2: wasn't expecting that one. Um, Yeah, I mean, the only question is, I think I'd be curious, because I think kind of being in the moment, you think you know kind of what has changed about you. Uh, but uh, kind of from an outside perspective, it might be a bit different. I know you kind of touched on it, but I actually asked uh, my mom the other day, like, Hey, like, what do you think was the biggest change, Like even from last year in my business? And that's something she said. She said that "Mm, just a bit more kind of tunnel vision on the goal and more responsibility towards kind of achieving it. Uh, but yeah, I know we kind of touched on that, but what do you think has been kind of the biggest change that you've seen?
1: I mean, I think you, I think you just get it, you know, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, I mean, I think after you like, you know, your car got stolen, maybe, maybe things just turned around you're just like, all right, that's enough. Um, but no, honestly, I think, uh, I think the biggest thing is like the selflessness, like the, the, the idea of thinking of like your painters first, like last year it was very much so about like, how's it going to benefit me? And, like, this is, like, my, like, I I guess it's, like, it's, like, a my effort kind of thing. Whereas this year, like, you seem super bought into the idea of, like, it's, like, a team effort. And, like, understanding that, like, your business is not going to operate anywhere near where it needs to, like, if you don't have the right team behind it. And, like, obviously having the right team means you need to, like, encourage them, pay them, um, you know, like, lead them, coach them, like, always be there for them. And I think, like, just that small change of, like, being available and like really actually wanting to like lead and coach them and like make them better has like completely transitioned your business, which allows you to, you know, be like, be more available for sales. Um, have like smoother payrolls, obviously, like you're not showing up five minutes beforehand, probably doing everything at this point. Um, and I think that's just kind of like positively kind of like reflected elsewhere in your business. How about you, Jacob? No, I, I mean, I think, it was pretty well said
0: I I don't really have much to add to that um yeah like I said I like honestly I'm I'm a huge fan of uh of Max's improvement and uh I think it's great like I think uh numbers wise you might not be and percentage wise you might not be like the most improved um this year but uh I do think you're one of the most improved like just like I said I didn't I didn't have a, a whole lot of confidence that you were going to do it, so it's pretty cool to see you doing it, so, yeah. but I just pulled up a picture, um, I just noticed this, you look just like Andrew Garfield, like, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna have to post that to the Instagram account, I think, like, a picture of Andrew Garfield next Andrew to, as our special guest. yeah, <laughs> Andrew Garfield, like, it's, it's kind of uncanny, like, look at the hair, man, like, like, <laughs> I mean they max got a bit of a better jawline, but yeah, anyways yeah that's that's why I was showing that to you, yeah I just <laughs> thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, no uh <clears throat> I think that's it i mean i don't I don't have much I don't have anything else to ask you, so i I think we picked you apart
1: pretty well, and uh yeah, thanks for coming on,
2: yeah, thanks for having me,
1: yeah, and I think uh it was a really great guest to have, obviously, with, with Max, just because of, like, the huge change that we've kind of seen. We thought it was really important, especially as we go into June, with a lot of people maybe coming up with some of the struggles that, like, Max maybe would have uh, started to, to see around this point. Because typically May is, like, always going to be busy, but, like, your June, July, August are, are where, like, things should start to, like, slowly ease up and, like, become more organized, more concrete, you know, like, more systemized. Um and last year that that definitely didn't happen for Max. So we thought it'd be like a, a fantastic guest to kind of bring on and show, uh, the difference of like what organization can kind of do in your business. And obviously like him coming back is a huge achievement and, and the way that he's kind of held himself this year has been like fantastic thus far. And we're very excited to kind of see where you go. So, um, yeah, again, we really appreciate you coming on and, uh, well one, one more thing i just wanted to add is like i think a important thing with max is like he he
0: said it before too um how he like began to question a lot if like this was something that he could do like even and and, and i think that's a common thing a lot of people are like no i can't do this you know after a year you know like no that's just sucked i i sucked like i'm not meant i'm not cut out for this kind of shit but i think like you kind of showed that like like another thing that you showed is like it's not necessary, you're not born to run a business or not to run a business, right? It's like something you can learn. Like it's something you can, of course, improve on. And I think sometimes people kind of get that wrong. So I think that was a, a cool note. Just wanted to revisit that. But
2: yeah, and I mean, you got to also kind of see if it's something you enjoy. Cause I know uh, other franchisees that I've talked to that are much better than me at running a business, but they just don't enjoy it. So. Uh, yeah, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're going to enjoy it and vice versa, just because you're bad at it doesn't mean like you're not cut out for it. It just means you got to improve. Uh, so yeah, I think you just got to find a good balance of doing things that you actually enjoy in life. Cause I mean, you, you could die at any moment, right? Like, <laughs> <you> just, whoa, <laughs> I got pretty dark. Take it to <laughs> another level. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, You just gotta just be happy. Don't do things just to kind of, because you think you have to just do what you enjoy
0: all right well i think that's a good note to end on so thank you for listening and we will see you guys next week hey listeners thank you for tuning in this week if you enjoyed the episode feel free to click the subscribe button and give us a follow at The Edge Pod on Instagram. We hope you have an amazing week. Push for your goals. And remember, stay off your ass.